missed opportunities. I did say he looks like he's got a third leg on the back there. And there's four. And I'm just saying, if you do the math, it doesn't really add up why there would be another leg there. Could be something else. Not saying what. You're, you're calling me out for this not being It's a hefty bone to hold all that up. I'm just saying. Oh, oh, snap. Okay. It's a, it's a hefty let's, let's, let's leg bone. That. Leg <laughs> bone. Leg bone to hold all that up in the front. That's all I'm saying. I, I can't. Leg bone. Welcome to Ashes Pathfinders, your dedicated and trusted Ashes of Creation podcast. Join us as we share in the journey that reignites the embers and rekindles the flames in the hearts of those long left to cinder. I am your host, Samorg. I'm joined today by our returning Pathfinder. Everyone, welcome back. Your Ashen Herald, Daedalus. Hello, everyone. Also, welcome back everyone's favorite cult leader, Armored Cell. Wait. Wait a minute. Oh. I, I'm I'm sorry if, if he's lurking in the shadows. He won't be here today, but we're sending him lots of love. Looking forward to having him on again next time. Um, I don't know how my heart will go on not seeing me looking back at me in two different ways from his camera, but I'm sure it'll be I'm sure it'll be fine. Okay, before we <laughs> before we dig in, got to give a shout out to the home of this podcast over at asheshq.com, the community created website for all things Ashes of Creation. Also, shout out to all of the Imperial Flames, which are the supporters here on Twitch, over on YouTube. Thank you so much for keeping this community's flames bolstering greater week after week. Yes, I see that my the the our 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 commands are not working in chat. Please bear with me. We'll consider that a bit of technical difficulties on, on me running two channels um, and doing this on the fly because I'm a pro streamer and uh, <laughs> I swear I know what I'm doing here. There we go. We'll, we'll, be, we'll get it up shortly, friends, so that way you can use the links and everything. Um, let me see here. We got some things on the agenda today. Um, we've got, we're, we're here talking last call today because it's going to be last call on the cosmetics this is the last cosmetics month uh in terms of the pre-order packs that people are gonna there we go don't worry don't worry about the blink there it was all me it's gonna be the last month that people are gonna be able to have the opportunity to get a pre-order pack for ashes of creation to get access to alpha 2 if they don't already have it um don't worry if for some reason you are not paying attention to ashes stuff in you know the normal channels and you're kind of going oh man sim you know it'd be cool man it'd be so nice if i was able to get in on alpha 2 but i'm only listening to the podcast and stuff and i'm not probably gonna i don't know if this this packs like what i want i don't think i can i don't feel like i'm in on on the changes and everything so like i don't know maybe i'll maybe i'll wait maybe i'll wait to see if i get into alpha 2 later and the beautiful thing is, you have one more flash on screen. I do apologize. The beautiful thing is, friends, is that, well, we got you covered. We do have some keys for Alpha 2 that probably won't be going out until closer to that time. But if you're an Ashes Pathfinder and you're a homie and everything, you will, uh, yeah, I'm loading some, there's a change log of changes that I've got to actually load for this thing. I'll sort it out, y'all. I don't know. It's it's downloading in progress. Just bear with me. Um, Streamlabs is working with me <laughs> directly to solve the problem. We'll get it shortly. I'll let you know where we're good in chat. Um, 
this is the last pre-order pack. Okay, we're gonna go ahead and throw it up there, chat about it real quick. Um, actually, you know what? Before we talk about the cosmetics, why don't I wind that back before we get into that preview? Why don't we talk about a, some of the things that have been going on? There was a dev Q&A on one of the other uh, podcasts. I think it's the old, it's, the, it's, it's one of the older ones, the discussion round. Um, there was, Stephen was on that. I have not had the opportunity to watch it yet. So yeah, I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. So I, I, I'm kind of coming in. This is a little blind real life. Life stuff has kind of been going on this week and it's just been, I haven't really been able to, to read, to, to watch it, but we got a couple comments from Arthas who's watched some coverage of it. Um, some feedback on it. I'm going to ahead and share the link to the HQ ashes, HQ development live stream for August. We'll be picking up on that as well. I'm also going to share the unseen order pre-order pack. So, you know, what we're going to be talking about, we'll be talking about the unseen or uh, pack next. Why don't we just, Going ahead and take a look at this here. So Arthur said some Cray leaks coming in for Steven. He's getting super pumped. Includes what he is calling war mechanics, world events, as well as ranger mechanics called hunts and fighter mechanics called momentum, as well as the Unreal Engine 5.2 update complete, which is interesting because on that 5.3 is actually live. I don't know if people are aware of this or not, but 5.3 is actually live as well. And that one looks like it's providing some additional, you know, upgrades to um, Nanite and Lumen, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Yeah, I was about to yeah. say, I think it's Nanite and Lumen. Yep. Yeah. Which to me is kind of an important one. Um, but outside of that, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of curious if anybody else has watched it, what their thoughts are. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet. We get some more goodies from that. I mean, I look at world events, pop-up challenges. We know about that. That's not new news to me. The The hunts component, sorry, the hunts component being ranger mechanics. I'm wondering if that's, I mean, I feel pretty confident it's going to be different than, uh, what do you call it? Um, what's it called? Hunting grounds, which are a little different. Hunting grounds are a little different. So I don't know. What are your thoughts, uh, Daedalus, about some of these things? Um, definitely, like there's some stuff that I think they're gonna mm. maybe repackage for us, like with the um, with the with the events, because I think before we were talking about more like world events, and I think this mm. is more like yeah. encounters, if I'm not mistaken. So it's a little like a little bit different. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, and the, and this is I think they're talking about like pop up challenges better like and i think this is honestly pretty standard i mean i think like guild wars 2 had something like this where like you could go in um i think new world had something like this too i wouldn't say it's like 20 to 30 minute content it was more like 5 to 10 depending on mm -hmm. the area but it was more like you can show up in an area and there's something happening in the area um so that we talked about world events before i think this is um, they're going to be showcasing like a wave event, which is mm. interesting. So it's maybe like another layer of that system. I am interested in like what they're doing with the mechanics for the classes, though. Hunt seems interesting. Um, like, I'm just wondering what that would mean. Is it more like you have like a short term, like burst damage buff 
or um or there's something else there and then fighters they talked about momentum which again i'm just trying to think here seems like if i had to like speculate mm-hmm. it feels like it might act like rage is the more momentum you have the bigger abilities you can use i guess that's what i would speculate i don't know any facts here this is only like conjecture on my part but i am pretty excited about them keeping up with you know unreal um knowing how much they're pushing the envelope like epic is like in terms of that engine and the fact that it's like all about optimization i think is great because i know there's a lot of people that you know aren't aren't going for the space shuttle like you know set up in terms of their pcs and um and so it's good that they're really trying to help with that experience by staying on top of what unreal is working on in terms of optimizations now i think what they said on the um on the interview was that it may not happen until like towards the end of the year when they close that out Mm. um but still it's like it's exciting that they're keeping up with that i mean i think at some point they're going to need to stop and say okay we need to you know stick with the baseline to get this launched but um but it is cool that they are working still working pretty closely with epic and and keeping up with those really impactful updates uh because it's definitely a piece of work every time that uh that they do kind of upgrade the engine or go with the upgrades yeah and the 5.3 upgrade i feel like is going to be one that's going to be important so like i'm 5.2 i don't feel like 5.3 is probably going to be as big of an upgrade for them i could be wrong but it feels like it's going to be something that's just going to upgrade already what they've got for the most part from 5.1 i believe but one of the things i'm like wondering about is like i mean this one i think is going to be important they're going to they're going to want this one like if you're going to have 5.1 you're going to have everything up to this point you're i think in my opinion you're going to need 5.3 before you go live with the game just because it actually provides a lot of fixes for lot of the things that are already things they're using um mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe new i don't know uh system options that they can have but it's also like at what point do they because this is the thing that they're gonna have to decide on too right at some point they've got to choose when to tap out on further upgrades for the engine and stick to the unreal engine version they have i definitely think i definitely believe they'll be going to 5.3 but it, but what point beyond that will will they be at a place where they'll kind of stop? I feel like five point three would be pretty, pretty solid place for them if they got the fixes for Nanite and Lumen. And at that point, maybe just go forward and and you know with that. But I don't know exactly how far we've got until they're truly launching the game either. Um, the fighter mechanic is called momentum. That that makes sense. That that sounds like when they when he's talking about momentum to me, all I think just hearing that, just off off that glance of reading that comment, is this is sort of going to be the fighter specific like resource or something, is what I'm kind of wondering about. Like, and is it going to work? Is it going to be a builder spender sort of situation like we've talked about before, or is it going to be something a little different? Um, I don't know how much he outlined that in the in the dev dis- in the discussion on that q a that they had but that's mm-hmm. something i think i'd want more clarification on um yeah and then the hunts the mechanics the ranger hunts yeah like what what exactly are ranger hunts going to be um because that sounds obviously very specific to like rangers 
And then if rangers have something called hunts, do other archetypes have something similar in the world they get to engage in too? Or is it like, you know, I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud about some of that stuff. I'm not saying everything yeah. should be the same, but I feel like there should be like counterweights to different like options that classes have. Well, you have this, but I have this, and this is something cool for me. That's yeah, archetype. definitely something unique. Yeah, I agree with you there, right? I and I'm interested now, like, it makes me talk about these other classes and makes me think, well, what's a bard going to have, right? Yeah, that's Is a good point. Is it be like a recital skill or what? <laughs> <laughs> recital skill? Oh, my gosh. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of a dude with a flute, like, just dancing around. Oh, my God. Thing, you know? But, so uh, but yeah, I mean, I am, I am interested to see, like, Cuny. how they're differentiating. Yeah. Um, the different types of classes because mm -hmm. i did feel like initially it was very builder spender which is frankly one of the most boring aspects of characters i've played in that blizzard game like i mean i want to be able to like have that like have something unique from that experience as opposed to like maybe um replicating that I don't know if there's another way to do it, but I would be interested to see like how they can handle that. Um, and also, I mean, I think there is an interesting aspect in the sense is they do have like, in some sense, like a combo move. I mean, they talked about how you can stack status effects. I mean, that's somewhat mm -hmm. unique. I mean, at least, you know, from my experience, I can't think of anything like off the top of my head other than like what I've known in the past is like with other games, like you can just stack the same effect on it and at some point it actually like does something mm -hmm. as opposed to having maybe two different effects it's interesting or just having it more timed so that that's interesting but i would i would like to make sure um or i would like to see that they're making each of the classes somewhat unique and maybe it's more archetypes than classes because the classes that would be quite a piece of work to have every archetype be something yeah. like like mechanically i mean i know feel and like you know um like fantasy wise they might be different but as far as like the base mechanics like momentum hunts so on right um you know i do feel like that's got to differentiate otherwise it's going to be it's going to be really like it's i mean my opinion it's going to start that very bad path around homogenization which is not a good thing when it comes to people getting engaged and being able to play different characters i'm not saying this is like wow where everybody's going to have like a dozens of alts right but you want to be, be motivated to be do another playthrough with a different class at some point right so it's it's good to be able to have things that kind of hit that sweet spot for different types of players yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I think that there's got to be like, I think there's got to be that that sort of counterbalance and variety, which is what we're talking about. I wanted to talk about, don't really think I want to talk about like any of the other stuff in that comment, but the other comment that Arthas made, I want to read that one. And from Stephen, world events or pop-up challenge, we know this, that world events or pop-up challenges exist within open world or open areas of wilderness or POIs. Anyone can join. They adapt to difficulty, strength, and last round. 20 to 30 minutes. Now, this is new because I don't believe we ever got times on this. 20 to 30 minutes usually, though some can be longer. 
this month's will be a wave event. So he was talking about in their back end, I assume. Wave event sounds pretty straightforward. Like, what do you hear when you hear wave event? I mean, I think of horde mode, right? Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so, I mean, I do feel like, again, I mean, the one thing that is kind of unique is that it is like a longer event as a world event. Like, I mean, I know there's world bosses and those could take like 20, you know, 10 to 20 minutes, depending. I mean, in WoW, maybe it wasn't even that long, but I could see those taking a longer time. But I would like to see, like, again, some stages where people can get involved at different points. Granted, it's varying rewards depending on, like, how much participation, which I do feel like that should be a thing. So it's it doesn't it incentivizes people to get there at the start as opposed to just coming in at the end and then, you know, like landing a boss kill or whatever they have as the end. Yeah, I hate that shit, man. But I would like here's now here's a challenge i don't know if they're they're gonna be up to this or not but i would like the world events to have like even in the same event i would like there to be some level of uniqueness meaning it's not always the same stuff on repeat like i do feel like they have a foundation with the broader world about predicates that whole predicate mechanic where if certain conditions are met Mm -hmm. then this is the outcome I want that to apply to world events too. Don't know if it's in the cards, but I would really I would really like to see that so that you can go into a world event and you may see something new. Right? And mm-hmm. as opposed to it being, oh, it's the world event where we like, you know, kill this, you know, filthy dark paladin. Okay, well now I got to I got to do this here and that here and, and at some point it gets tedious, right? So I would like them to kind of have that and the rewards to be varied as well. I would like to kind of see that. So again, it keeps the content like fresh in a way, or at least to a point, right? At some point, you're probably going to play out all scenarios, but I think it would be better for engaging in world content when you maybe have different outcomes each time and maybe a chance at varying degrees of loot. Not I don't necessarily want to like get a bunch of gray or white pieces there, but you know, something where at least I'm like, Oh, I have a chance to get, you know, an Epic piece. Cause obviously legendaries are going to be limited, but I have a chance to get something, you know, worthy of a 20 to 30 minute investment. Dude. When you said someone being able to come in there and just basically get the like credit at the end, I was like, and, and I really, I, your reference to like World of Warcraft, I feel like was really important because that's like they had world events. This isn't a brand new thing that Ashes is doing, right? We've seen him right, back in yeah. like Rift, Adam, Guild Wars Two. I mean, yep. that was like the big yep. one that I felt like I felt like yep. they had them like everywhere. Yep, Elder Scrolls Online has them right with their the dolmens or later and you know other things like that they had in other expansions, right? Nice T-shirt, by the way. I'm wearing the Ashes Pathfinder one though. But. Yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm I'm sending a message today. That yeah, I want to I'm gonna play. I feel you, bro. Um, I I can't. I I really think that that's one of the things with these wave events or just events in general that I hope that we don't see happen. I feel like the I feel like the rewards got to be based on per, like how much you've been invested in it. I also don't think it's it's good to have it be based on highest damage or anything like that. I feel like time in the event 
is a good gauge of, you know, like you sign up and then you're proactively like engaged in the event for however long. I think that's mm -hmm. a good, a good uh, gauge. Cause you know, and that's not just like, Oh, I'm, and then what do you, you And then there's like the difficulty of like, Oh, well, I'm just randomly spamming a single button. Um, I think the world bosses in the Elder Scrolls online are a good example, but it's a little mm -hmm. rough with those because like, I think actually the, the Dolmen events are kind of like that too. It's like you had to have done so much damage to get loot or whatever, to be able to like mm -hmm. actually loot them, get credit for them or whatever. And if you didn't do enough, then so then it's kind of tough because if you're like a lobby and you try to go up against it, you are trying, but you're just not putting enough damage out of there to like really make it worthwhile in the grand scheme of things. So then you're kind of like just forgotten. Like, yeah, okay, you were there, you 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 killed it. But not unless you did enough damage. But people get in groups for that. And then, you know, it's like a little more group focused orientation for that sort of thing. Um, so this is like one of those things I think that's like a little bit of a balance between individual reward versus like maybe grouping. I feel like mm -hmm. I don't really have an issue with it being based on damage and because groups usually can accomplish this. And if you're in a group that does enough damage, then it credits you. I don't have an issue with that. I think that's actually a positive thing if this is like how they choose to orient um, doing these events because then it's like, okay, if you're the little guy and you're not really able to put out enough, well, you're you're going to be able to get credit by being in a group that's putting enough damage in on it to get credit for it. Um, and then that also incentivizes people to be partying up, right? Which Yeah, I mean, I think that that's good. I mean, I do agree and I don't, again, right, I, I'm not a game developer, right? Same. I just have, like, I just have an opinion. But I would like to see some sort of way for them to capture activity. So say, for example, I'm a lobby going in there, and I'm, you know, I'm doing, you know, a fair amount of damage, maybe not the greatest damage, right? And I'm just, I just happen to, like, walk by and seeing stuff happen, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to jump in and help my homies over here, right? So I feel like if I was there, say, for 15 of the 20 minutes event, but, I mean, my damage wasn't the greatest because I'm, like, you know, I have crap gear. I'm just, like, starting out in the world. I still feel like if I could get, like, an active time that I'm going in and I'm attacking, like, I'm not just sitting there, like, hitting the thing once and then waiting for stuff to die. I mean, I'm actually going in and doing something. I would like to see if it's possible for them to be able to award some sort of credit that way. So maybe it's a function of damage done, active time, you know, et cetera. Because yeah. um, I've I mean, seen some events, I'm like, you just have to be present in the zone and you get some massive experience. I mean, I don't like that. I mean, you know, when I was playing, I was like, oh, this is nice. But like, in reality, I'm like, that's kind of dumb, right? I, I want to like know that there's an event, go and do something in it. I get some reward requisite for my activity and or damage or a function of both and go from there. Um, I like I that. Just, and, but I do agree, like maybe there's like someone, I like how they do like grouping in games where you get a certain set of experience, but then, hey, you get an experience bonus somehow for being in a group. I kind of feel like, that would incentivize players too to say, hey, like, I'm again, just for argument's sake, you get 10% more experience if you're in a group. Okay, great. Then I'm down. Like, I'll, I'll party up every time, you know, you know, doing that because I know that's going to benefit me. But I think also it's just like going in, like you're seeing 
a group try to make it happen they're not making it happen you won't you're running by like i'll jump in and help don't necessarily need to be in the group but i'm still getting some sort of credit yeah i like that too being based on a, like a combination of different things that are con contribution right a different different thing time is a contribution merit on like damage could be a contribution or healing or whatever or just a yeah. lot of other things um i feel like it's pretty good conversation i don't know if there were any additional things again i'm probably not going to be able to talk too much about the broader uh podcast that they did until there's more information uh, i haven't haven't seen anything i know there's a link from the wiki on the transcript but i didn't see anything there yet so well yeah yeah the transcript yeah. is still kind of pending it looks mm -hmm. like yeah we'll, we'll we'll take a look at it some more in the future if we get to a point where we we can get some of that info or generally anybody has anything to contribute in regard to that because they watched it i know armored cell probably will watch it a lot and maybe next week i'll have some things to say about too um but let's talk about the cosmetics and then we'll move on we try to keep these around an hour nowadays so we'll take a look at the cosmetics i don't have too much to say about that um you can see that they're behind daedalus there and now pop it up on screen so i guess i'm not going to dig into this one so much as as far as like my own perspectives i do want to talk a little bit about some of the narrative which i feel like we'll probably depending on this a little bit once armor sells back as well because this appeals i would i think this would appeal to him what's your general you know thoughts on this one Atlas? um i mean generally i'm like i think it's 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 cool i think it's kind of very blood for the blood god i mean i i kind of like it reminds me of um oh i can't remember the name of the zone um that was in like Shadowlands, but it was, it's very like, I, the theme is very like, um, sacrificial. It. So I guess it makes sense. Like yeah. that it's, I mean, granted, it's not actually like Halloween month, but it's close enough. Um, so I do like it. I, I mean, I may just buy it just because, but I, I'm hard pressed to have like a character that I would ever use it on. I mean, I just kind of feel like it's like, you know, creepy, but fun. So I would probably get it just just because of that. Uh, but yeah, I creepy uh, but fun. I, I, yeah, I think it's the dark day day a little bit, honestly. No, I mean, it's you know, I do like Halloween, so it's like kind of Me Halloween too. themed. So I, I do feel like that's kind of a thing. And and I'll, I will say the freehold thing does look kind of pretty badass, like. Why don't you ever embrace you know, your dark day day, bro? I don't understand why you don't ever because do Because I'm I'm not dark. I'm I'm dark adjacent. See? Dark adjacent because I don't know about that, the bro. darkness is right next to uh, me <laughs> on the podcast. That's why. But those are I don't I don't I don't agree. I don't I can't I can't get behind that. You know, I can't. You know, but by I'm a good I'm getting Fina. some influence like the red, the right light of corruption. Just the color, just bro. Like, it's just it's just a color it's just a no, color i, I don't do. hate I am, color. I, i'm gonna get an led set up here and then at some point i'm just gonna like have it slowly like come become <laughs> red and i'll be like oh no i'm getting corrupted oh, man. <laughs> and i'll just pick the side of the screen that your stuff is coming from you're so silly with your jokes bro you're just you're 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 a fun guy it's it's fun see, fun see, to hear see, you now now it's like challenge accepted you know? <laughs> now I'm like, i'll be on amazon after this podcast dude <laughs> get at me bro i love halloween too I, i'm I do. Na narratively on this one okay overall 
it's it's basically all about them bones man it yeah. is it this gives me serious death knight vibes especially especially let me find it the particular that one right there that gives me death knight vibes but with elk horns or whatever it is um the gloves like the the sanguine siphoner which is the pet which is like the little worm sort of vibe feels necro feels like dead knight or death knight rather gives me like blood death knight vibes is what it does but the spinning bones yeah. that they had i mean it could literally be gives me cannibal vibes <laughs> more necro right i get you wait was the sim looking to recruit dade to the dark side you're wrong friend you're just dead wrong okay the remnant sympathizers what this is called right that that does look like death knight to me though honestly it feels death knight as armor goes um but definitely is like walking skeleton sort of thing all around for all of these cosmetics that uh that the caravan cosmetic was a little weird to me the, the what it's hauling i was like so you're hauling a, a, a blind a blind version that's holding everything in its guts or bone or whatever i mean it's it's like you know the the top half is like the driver and the bottom half is just like the luggage i mean that that is <laughs> kind of a i mean it I'm not going to lie. I mean, that is a little disturbing. Yeah. But, you know. It looks split in half, but there's like the third leg on the back there. Uh oh. Um, yeah. So it looks like yeah, it has it's five definitely, legs. Yeah, it looks like it's split in half. Yeah, I would agree there. But yeah, it's it looks like it's almost um, like Frankenstein put together. Like they have like a couple of things. <laughs> There's I saved. There's, I saved on that. Plenty of junk in the trunk. I, I would say. I, I saved on that. I saved. I didn't. I didn't uh, take that bait. I was like, you know, there's. I will. I'll take it. I was like, okay. <laughs> okay. This is a PG stream. PG thirteen. Right. Maybe teen. 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 It's not MA for mature at this time, but it's teen. Anyway, he missed opportunities. I did say he looks like he's got a third leg on the back there. And there's four. And I'm just saying, if you do the math, it doesn't really add up why there would be another leg there. Could be something else. Not saying what. You're, you're calling me out for this not being It's a hefty bone to hold all that up. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, oh, snap. Okay. It's a, it's a hefty let's, let's, let's leg bone. That. Leg Thanks. bone. Leg bone. To hold all that up in the front, that's all I'm saying. I, I can't. Leg I bone. Can't. It's a leg bone. Now, every time I say leg bone, you know what I'm saying. It's a hefty leg yeah. bone. Arthas knows what's happening right now. I don't, under, I don't understand. I'm I'm Lightbringer, innocent, and all that. And also, this is ritual blood sacrifice stuff. This felt like this has potential ties to Carfin a little bit to me. We're getting the Unseen Order the larger sacrifice, the greater gift of power and prosperity contained within it. But what happens when things go too far? Let's talk about the narrative on this. Small group of settlers who, 
whose selfless and benevolent efforts were to increase the bounty of their community's harvest, quickly transformed into an arcane cult with an insatiable hunger for domination and control. Today, the members of this dark and mysterious sect, the Unseen Order, are known for their endlessly complex rituals of blood magic. Each stage of a sacrificial rite must be performed flawlessly, in consecutive order, with a very specific set of tools, and the rarest of spell components. Upon successful completion of the sacrificial liturgy, their people would thrive for many months. Harvests would be bountiful, and numbers continued to increase. However, so did the ever-growing tally of innocent victims slaughtered by the cultists. Okay. That sounds like another cult. There's like this shadow void cult that we've talked about before. This is like a blood cult. Right? So I'm curious to see what Armored Cells have to say about this. There's the, the narrative on these individual pieces wasn't like a super big thing to me. That was the main big thing to me. Um, mm -hmm. I, I'm torn on whether or not I get any of these. There's like a part of me that's like, it's the last hoorah. Should I just get it? And because of that, mm, probably not. The outfit, the remnant sympathizer, I'm vibing with that. I'm getting it. I'm going to get that. The remnant, the, the mount skin. Ah, what is that even? It could be good for Halloween. I do like Halloween. So yeah. I am a fan of Halloween. But I just don't know if I'm going to get it or not. And this is the last pre-order pack, everybody. It's the last call on pre-order packs. This is your last opportunity to get Alpha 2 keys, Beta keys. Assuming they don't have some way to buy into those online, I don't feel like they will with Alpha 2. Betas, maybe they tie that to something, but that would be considered a pre-order pack. So I don't know that they would. I see more of giveaways on their developer live streams and charity events like the one coming up in November for Extra Life. Um, so that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm thinking of um, currently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. This one's interesting, though. On the 31st of Oladis, the traditional Varen holiday known as the Demon Tide. You see that the unseen order conducts an annual ceremony they call the collection and on the stroke of midnight. That sounds like a potential. I don't know if that could be an event. I feel like what they're doing is Always. they're making their own yeah. like kind of events like uh, around like traditional holidays. Mm. So um, Olitas, which I'm wondering if that's like the different they're naming the months themselves like i feel like that might be october <laughs> oh, i would assume given that they call it demon tide which demon is tide yeah it, interesting i'd like to see the lore behind that uh, you know now i'm getting into like what's their mythology and they're like it, now now my lore nerd starts taking a crack at this stuff mm -hmm. yeah because the, the collection sounds like the purge <laughs> it does doesn't it the collection collection of uh what exactly what are y'all doing there what's happening when this leg thing bones. goes down leg bones for days that's apparently what that is <laughs> this is a great time for someone to make up a little jingle leg bones connected to the uh-oh <laughs> demon tide <laughs> the demon tide yeah demon tide equals halloween i definitely agree i feel like that's accurate we've yeah. had the winter one already that i've seen pretty strong correlation to I think there's probably pretty good evidence to support that. So definitely sounds like it. Um, I don't know. I don't know that I'll get all of these. The drain dwelling 
which is the large house building cosmetic. That one's weird to me. It's a little, a little house of bones much for me. I don't know if I could do that. That that, I, yeah, mm -mm. yeah. House made of bones isn't really vibe for me. I'm not sure about the remnant servant. The outfit I'll probably do. Maybe the mount cosmetic and the sanguine siphoner, which is the pet, because I feel like those could be the you know, the most like you may not be able to get these very easily in the game later, unless it's like something event or oriented to the demon tide, demon tide mm -hmm. event. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel like the demon tide event, maybe you could get a variation of that, but maybe not this exact one later. I don't know. I'll just see, but it's unique for sure. If you're into bones and stuff, you like bones and, things and and d demons and stuff demon bones and things um it's uh especially <laughs> for you and if it's for you then consider it i suppose it's it's you know no judgment if it's your thing um wishing you all the best with your uh, bone collecting endeavors and uh yeah here's to you uh spinning it over to you daedalus He's like, wait, there's no setup for this. <laughs> there's okay. no setup for this. This you're the one that like had this whole like love affair with bones about listen five minutes ago. So I was quite silent during that, somewhat horrified. So I'm I'm just gonna leave that one hey, alone. Interestingly enough, this pre-order pack's probably gonna be ending like middle of October, unless they carry it to the end of October. No, they're they're carrying it, I think, to January. Are they really? Uh, I think or hold on, let me look. Let me look. I'm looking in the QA real quick. I might their last one for a while. January seventeenth, twenty twenty four at eleven AM PDT. There you go. That's how yeah. long you have to get it. So it'll be there the rest of the year and then a couple of weeks if you if you're interested in the bones, the demonic demon tide bones. All right. On to Q and A. Not Q and A, but uh developer live stream stuff. That we we were talking about last time a little bit. We left off talking about the citizenship. We'll probably pick mm -hmm. up on this some more next week as well, everybody. But we basically left off in talking about if you do agree with your mayor, there will be methods to slow down mayor's power and charges. Oh, that's interesting, right? I thought that was pretty interesting. And there we go, if you want to follow along. What would be a good way to slow down the methods of mayor power and changes? What would be a good way well, to go I'm about that? I'm interested because like mayors do have veto power. So I'm assuming just to keep that in checks and balance that that veto power is limited. So potentially like if mayor wants something to go up for a vote and you know which way he's leaning, you could potentially like, you know, rally the people to vote for the like outcome that the mayor doesn't want. I mean, I guess you could, if you were, uh, let's just say on an alt, alt account and you wanted to subvert subvert a node you know you want to do some dirty things you might become a citizen and then you know incite the people hmm. possible i find that so, a very interesting idea i figured you would why would you think that <laughs> i mean you are talking about being evil and stuff on alt so did i say evil i figured i I know. I I figured you would like you you know more like chaotic you good. Would, you would chaotic good. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna be, nice. if we're gonna call it, if we're gonna, I'm just saying, 
You say evil, I view it as chaotic good. Chaotic good. Evil is just a matter of perspective, apparently. Some people might call that evil. I call that, you know, justice in 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 other in other ways and shapes and forms. Mm -hmm. Arthur said, I'm wondering if voting is required for you to go into town or if it's a pop up, no matter where you are in the world. That's a good question, actually. That's a really good point. I feel like if you're a citizen, there should be some sort of a universal notification. Yeah, it could be mail. I don't know. Be mail could be a pop up notification from your community. I think that's something that shouldn't be like, oh, you've got to be in the realm to, to know. I feel like the, the only requirement is you should be online. Yeah. And there should be like set times, like when based, I guess it would be based on the server time that it's reasonable. So you're not doing like, okay, we're going to set up this vote at, you know, 257 a.m so you have to log in and right yeah yeah no because i mean i remember some of that stuff happening in new world that necessarily votes but it's like you set mm -hmm. up sieges so that they were happening at really odd hours so the defenders weren't available <laughs> yeah i remember you talking about that that seemed a little yeah you it, i feel like you need yeah. to have set times i think at some point, they talked about node sieges having like set times and stuff. So I'm expecting votes would be the same. I agree. Mm -hmm. As long as you're online, you should be able to participate. Um, but I wouldn't expect like it goes to like, I know they talked about an app at one point. I mean, I wouldn't expect that, you know, you get a push mm -hmm. notification. Hey, your node has a vote on XYZ. Right. I think that that would make it very difficult to do any um have any tactics when it comes to slowing down the mayor kind of going back but i think some of that might be like slowing down the mayor i think i mean i don't know if that they're talking more like internally or externally like externally i would say well you could potentially like keep attacking caravans and drop supply lines so um you know whatever like mandate or what do you call it the buy orders they have out there if people are bringing the goods in, you could stop them at the tracks there. Yeah. That would also be good. Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree with Arthur. too. something that encourages participation, right? Because, yeah, someone, some may not vote. I, well, you talked about the mobile app, right, that they have talked about before. Um, I don't think, I think notifications on there are okay, too. Like, but it's like mail, right? But I think you still need to log in to vote. I mean, I guess notifications I, are okay. I agree. I agree. I think you need to be in the game. I feel like that's a very this shit important isn't thing. a mobile game. Right. I don't want to be sitting there playing Ashes yeah. on my phone. Like, I feel like it's cool if you get the notification or you get the in-game mail. But, like, I don't believe those types of things should ever be like, oh, I'll just do it for my mobile app. Nah, man. In-game. Yeah. In-game. You need in-game. You don't, don't turn into Blizzard. Don't turn into what Blizzard did. That that was I'll do my I'll do my board quests in my garrison or my yeah, order hall now. That's what I ended up doing. Like I'd be sitting there, like I would do auction house stuff on my phone, and after a while, like I think they disabled that after a while. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it it did make it like very like hands off, and it's like, and then the world was dead because everybody could do like all the stuff that you know gets you ahead from their phone. Yeah, that sucks. Or, dude. A, a good portion of it. I mean not necessarily like all of it but like the things where like you would go in and just you know do auction house stuff or do your missions which would give you more 
yeah. of whatever like content that you are not content but the currency that you needed it just made it a very passive experience which unfortunately um, I, I don't have a i've played some mobile games but generally i'm not it's not my favorite thing to do yeah i don't really care for that a whole lot um well, let's talk a little bit about I feel like what I'd like to get in for the rest of today, since we talked a little bit about, and we'll we'll pick up on the dev discussion. The beauty is we can take that through the rest of the month. We still got what the 22nd and then the 29th. So we got the 22nd to still hit on this stuff and probably get armored cell back to, to round this off before we get to next month's showcase, which next month's showcase is going to be the same day we do the podcast. So that's going to be a nice lit show. Um, So we're going to talk about this one node types election types they actually talked about that scientific ranked choice popular vote economic blind bid auction we knew you could buy the seat that's not a big shock right um divine pve favor competition what and then military trial by combat all of those we've known about Divine has been a little ambiguous up until now. PVE favor competition. So Steven said that, excuse me, to rise to the top of your order church, that you are going to need to do sort of like basically PVE questing sort of a thing. Don't know how much of it's going to get into like daily PVE quests or if it's going to be like, multi-tier leveled um long-term pve questing and things of that nature um uh orders you know like religious order or religious um uh your religion um sort of like conquests or crusades or how they're going to go about that exactly but when you hear the pve favor competition favor sounds like we've heard a lot in religious games before like favor is what like right i hear Rep. favor yes i hear how many i hear favor i hear how how much rep have i earned and i wonder if this might this is me throwing something out there be similar to recruitment into the religion to gain favor would that be a better way to go about it than just quest grinding is that something you think they might have in mind what are your ideas on that idea well, I mean, definitely like I, I'm I'm hoping they're not thinking of like, you know, quest lines in the sense of like daily grinds that you need to do. Um I mean it would be interesting to kind of have like a component. I guess to see this would kind of go back to the trial by combat, but I almost feel yeah. like it would be kind of interesting to have them also do like a tournament. I'm kind of thinking not necessarily like the Argent tournament, which was like a mm. bunch of dailies, but yeah. at least have some sort of thing where you have to do certain feats um, in order to gain favor. And maybe it is quest, but again, like going back to my thought on the like the world events or the events mechanics, it should be something that's dynamic. It's not always the same thing that you're doing. Um, it could be like, you know, there could be like layers to it. It's not just go like, go kill like 10 of these mobs or go deliver this package or, you know, something like that. It should be something that I think, you know, it. Um, there's some sort of balancing mechanic too. 
because I'm just thinking, okay, if it's it's a competition, you can't just have like, okay, I'm at XYZ rep with this religion, therefore I'm the mayor. Like there's got to be some other active component to it. Um, then and so that's what I would like would want to see is something like that. Maybe it's again, it's a set of feats in the moment that you're doing in addition to gaining a certain amount of rep. And that rep could be gained through quests. It could be gained through, you know, things you're doing in the node. It could be any number of things. But I do feel like, again, keep the tedium out of it. Keep the repetitiveness out of it. Try to find something that has some sort of predicate mechanic. So it's much more engaging to the player to say, hey, I'm not, I don't know exactly what I'm going to get, but, you know, I'm going to go in and give it a try because I want to be the mayor of this node and see how it goes. And that makes it like truly, in my opinion, rewarding when you do get it because it's a different challenge each time. I liked I liked what you said about like favor, like sort of feats. Like feats within like the the realm, the node. I like that idea. Right? Like sort of like helping to accomplish something. I think almost from like a religious perspective, like maybe like part I don't know. I mean, there's like so many different ways you can go at this. I don't want to say anything too specific, but just think of like the different endeavors that or the goals that each religion might have, right? In terms of each church, like, well, what's the purpose of the, what's the purpose of that deity and what do they represent? Now, how by praising that deity can those people that are, that are, um, you know, praising that God, how can they sort of like, help to bring the word of that deity to the people. And I like the idea of feats, right? Like your effort and your initiative and some, some, some aspect is now helping to bring that, bring that into reality, you know, for the realm yeah. or for your, your church. So that's pretty Absolutely. cool. Yeah. And like, honestly, like anything that it can do to, again, get people out in the world, don't, keep them like stuck in a certain corner of the world because, Oh, this is the area we all do our daily. So it was like that. Again, that perennial thing that happened with wow was whenever they had a new set of dailies, of course, like you go and do it that first like week or so when everyone's trying to grind that one area. And it's like, it takes you like 10 times as long because everybody's fighting over the same crap. Right. So I feel like if they can broaden it, maybe you're like, you're doing something within the zone of influence and it's certain maybe aspects of you're using like your divine abilities that you're given as you're like ranking up. That could be part of it. You could, you know, speak to certain people or, you know, you and kind of do like maybe some pop-up quests or something like that. Like anything to do to like make the content dynamic. I think, and again, I don't know how you accomplish this necessarily in MMO, but one thing I've seen that I really like in in Starfield is you can overhear people talking about something and all of a sudden you get like a quest kind of dynamically as you walk by um, or mm. you can run into like someone and they reach out to you and say, hey, I really need your help. It's almost, you know, um, that or maybe certain dialogue choices that, send the message of your deity out. I mean, there's so many different ways you can go with that. Again, to kind of keep it active, keep people engaged, keep people 
interacting in the world, you know, that kind of thing. I think the more engaging you can have or engagement you can have more broadly, mm. the more it's going to feel feel like a real world because you're doing certain things and it's not unless you decide to focus and grind on a certain aspect of the game, right? I feel like every you should be able to kind of accomplish like a few different things by doing one activity if you uh, if you plan it properly i guess that's the way i would look at it it's almost like in a way quest stacking but not really it's it's about saying hey if i do xyz not only am i progressing my character and experience i'm also maybe getting some resources i'm getting a, a quest done but i'm also gaining favor and it's not like i have to focus my attention and cut off a bunch of other activities that i could be doing just to do this i mean and that might be there might be an efficiency play there maybe okay well i really want to do x quickly so i'm going to spend two three hours doing that activity solely versus doing everything and kind of getting the benefit of it it's kind of that choice and a consequence yeah i like that i you know they gave a really great example of the military nodes for the election process mm-hmm Ah, it was it was unfortunate we didn't get more on the the divine node. I mean, this was a, this was an update that I really did want to see more for the other two node types. And like I said, we didn't really get as much of that as I'd hoped for. Unfortunately, um, I hope that we'll get more on the military and the divine soon. Um, I think we have you know, a like good, articles or something. Yeah, yeah, especially up to the up to par with what we've gotten for the other economic and scientific already. Um, I do feel like we're we're like lacking on that. I don't really want to regurgitate the military nodes election method because we've talked about that a lot here. Um, but I did want to talk a little bit about mandates that are an energy system to enable the mayor to take actions for the node. To they said they have a couple points here. I'm going to read over. Citizenship participation in various activities will generate mandates. Activities including policy votes, construction contribution, mayoral commission mayoral caravan node war and node siege which they showed this off on the stream visually um certain mayoral actions may additionally cost mandates includes or actions include taxes bypassing policy vote that's that veto what you're thinking there yeah Mm -hmm. initiating constructions building expansion certain policies and certain mayoral commissions okay energy system to enable the mayor to take actions i how I don't know if we got a lot of details about the energy system. I don't feel like we got a lot of details on on that and how that's going to be accrued specifically, um, or just how that overall generally is going to look. Is it based on monthly period? I mean, I could see like each month or weekly getting sort of an energy contribution, or is it going to be based on the productivity of this uh, the node? What are your thoughts about the idea of an energy system for mayoral actions? Well, I mean, at first, at first glance, I was like, is this like labor system reskinned? I mean, uh-huh. that was like legit my least favorite thing out of Arcage. Yeah. I mean, it just, I just was like, it just felt like I was playing a mobile game at that point, honestly. Um, but with this, like, I kind of like, as I was like rereading, and like I watched the stream again, I was rereading the notes. It does feel like it's almost like a builder spender model in terms of that. It's like you do certain things to build the note up, and then that grants you 
ability to do other things like which i'm i'm interested it's interesting i do like the fact that taxes are tied to mandates meaning you can't just jack like one of the things again you know thank you amazon for showing us what not to do with a video game um they there was this uh the tax system usually you literally you get control of you know their version of nodes and you can go in you just jack up the taxes to like either run the node in the ground mm-hmm. or if it's something of strategic import that people can't easily leave without really like messing their stuff up is they would get jacked in terms of taxes. So I like the fact that you've got to do certain things to be able to get enough to actually touch the taxes, which is good. Meaning you can't out of the gate, you know, go full dweedle in terms of your mayoral like thing. Um but I do, I like, I would like to see this in testing. I'm not necessarily a fan of like builder spenders we talked or the labor system, mm-hmm. but it does feel like this is more active as opposed to like having to wait for this, you know, you know, mandate energy to regenerate. You're doing things to actively, you know, um, actively increase that so you can do other things that maybe allow you to do more larger impactful things like again doing a caravan and a node war generates Mm. it you know passing bypassing a policy vote which is good that that's i guess your control there um or constructing new things um is a way you know is a way for you to spend it so i kind of see what they're trying to do here um though i'm I'm still reserving the right for final judgment until we actually see this in action and can do some testing for sure. Yeah, which I think we have to we have to wait and can't make pass too much judgment initially until we get to that point. Um, mayoral commissions are another good one to discuss. Uh, commissions are a simple type of quest with singular objective. Okay, so mayors are going to have the ability to initiate time-limited mayoral-type commissions for players to complete that will aid in the node in some way. Um, The node will be rewarded based on the amount of players that complete the mayoral commission. Um, The node will receive rewards such as commodities, note, node-to-node reputation, mandates, temporary buffs to buildings or zones. Players will receive experience, node rep, node currency, and other miscellaneous rewards. Those commissions will cost gold from the treasury for the mayor to initiate, and the node will gain access to new commissions based on node type, location, and building choices. Thoughts on that one? That one looks pretty... At first glance, that looks like a pretty solid like structure for both citizens and the node itself. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I'm I'm good here. I guess my only question is I would like a better sense of how many different types of currencies we will have. Yeah. Cuz one thing that I did like notice in other games is it became like a currency bloat thing. Like there were so many different types of things you needed to manage. Granted, it wasn't taking up bag space, it wasn't a big deal, but when it came time to spend something, you're like well, dude, I need an add-on just to figure out how many freaking types of currencies I've got. So I do hope that they do a once-over before this gets like pushed out to testing. Is like, is it creating like a lot of different types of things, or is it more general and standard where it's simpler to understand? Okay, well, you know, I will, you know, the node will get commodities. Commodities can be used for X. 
you know, you'll get some sort of node currency, which again, like, what is that? And I think what they're trying to do, what I guess I'm gathering, is they're trying to make it harder to actually get cash easily. Because I think that's a way for them to address the R, you know, RMT situation is that if I'm not always getting gold at every like point in time and I can't easily farm gold or whatever that like base currency is, then likely it'll be much more difficult for RMTs to really kind of dig in and succeed. Again, on paper sounds solid. In practice, I would like to see some more testing. And again, is it complex or rich versus overly complex? And do we really feel like it's going to be that much of a deterrent to RMT? Which yeah. I can, you know, definitely in a game like this where economy economy is key can can definitely throw us for a loop. Yeah, this is one that I feel like I feel very similar to you on it, but I'm also like the idea of like how many different currencies will there be in the game? Like, I don't want there to be a lot of the, a lot of different currencies. I'm a very less is more approach, like gold, silver, cool, um, maybe a PVP, you know, like currency. Um, I could I could see there being a currency tied to different leaderboards, sort of a thing. You know, but I mean, if that's like sort of housed in those leaderboards and that's not really an issue, because it's not in-game currency use. Um, yeah, I, I kind of I kind of feel similarly. This is one I kind of want to really see in action to know how I'm generally going to feel about it. First glance, it looks like super solid. Good for the citizens. Good for the node. Awesome options for the mayor to actually have to have a bit of agency over like, OK, well, we're kind of I'm as the mayor looking over and seeing, OK, well, there's sort of a weakness in this area. I could do a commission and, you know, invest a bit in that to help get the node to sort of increase on this resource maybe we need or or just something, something in that regard, or just generally something that maybe even they know like, oh, there's not a need that needs to be met, but this is going to be really good for the citizens and we don't need anything right now. Let's do this to help, you know, sort of reward people, give them ways to sort of uh, to gain um, uh, node reputation, for example. I feel like mayors consistently offering opportunities for node reputation is going to be something that's going to be important. Um, that's just my feedback on that though. That's kind of where I wanted to go with that. Um, yeah, agreed. Let's hit on policies. We'll hit on that and then we'll kind of wind this one down. That sound good. Sounds pick good. Up. Yeah. We could pick up on the building stuff next time. Cause I feel the building discussion is a pretty big one with service buildings and like maintenance and stuff like that. So policies, We've talked about this previously. They talked about it, showcased it a bit over already. We'll hit the bullet points real quick, and then we'll talk about that. Um, again, if you have feedback, thoughts, definitely share them, whether you're here live or you, you see this later on YouTube or um, you're listening. Come check it. Check our Discord out. Kind of share your feedback as well. Um, policies can alter a variety of ways the node functions. Um, some of those functions include uh, tax and fee adjustments, building and node buffs, or sorry, building and zone buffs, node-to-node -node reputation activities such as war and trade, Mayors will propose policies with citizens, which citizens can vote to approve or deny. I like that. Um, nodes will have a limited number of policy slots available for proposed and active policies, something we knew about. Uh, mayors can use mandates to bypass the player vote requirement. Mm, interesting discussion point there. And policies are unlocked based on a variety of conditions. Unlocked conditions include node level, type, dominant node race, 
building choices, location, events, and happiness. Feel free to jump in wherever you like there, buddy. Hmm. Well, I think I will agree. And I expect, well, there's two things. Like one, um, I'm glad that uh, taxes can go up for a vote. And two, if you're ever a mayor, don't ever bypass a vote on taxes if you're moving the taxes up. If you're moving the taxes down, no problem, because people will like you for that. But uh, but yeah, I, I feel like that was mm -hmm. a good check and balance. Definitely. Um, I do. Um, I am interested in this happiness mechanic and like how that will work. Um, is there like a random vote that you're like the citizens like have to do? Is that like more of an NPC thing? You know, what what kind of thing is that? So I would be interested to see, um, you know, how that plays out. Um, and yeah, I, I I do feel like we have to have a balance here because one of the things that I think wasn't necessarily um, bad that I liked in terms of like how the mechanics work in New World with the management is you could definitely like as like a leader start up like different projects to upgrade certain crafting stations and whatnot. And then people contributed, and then eventually that crafting station got upgraded. So I'd be interested to see like where building choices kind of come into play. Um, if they are, if that goes to a vote, like I would be interested to see like how that would work in practice too. Like, does the like whether or not the mayor really knows what you know they're doing there, or or maybe the people don't. Maybe there's the mayor knows something, so mm -hmm. it's like. That's going to be an interesting check and balance dynamic too. Um, I'm wondering what they mean by location as well. Um, by this can, yeah, that just seems a, a little vague. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Maybe it's location of the buildings that like where they will fall, which I think that might, again, we might want to just test this out to see how tedious that is. Um, Cause there's definitely, I'm, I'm more of a fan of like, player agency here versus like you know bureaucracy but i still feel like you have to have a good balance there because i don't want to be like mm -hmm. every time i walk into my node or every time i log on i've got like you know five policies i gotta like look at spend half my time reading what policies are happening in my node and playing the game you know so yeah it'd be interesting to see how they handle that yeah i also noticed the happiness bit on there as well that felt RTS to me, like, oh, are my are are my resource of people happy enough to blah blah blah? Yeah, it's like no. that one I want to mm. see more about as well, like how that's gonna sort of pan out. But I definitely, I definitely agree with you, man. I definitely feel the same about those things. Um, but I especially agree with you and feel similarly about the veto ability on the raising of taxes. Like that, yeah, that that's there's something you gotta be careful about stuff like that, right? not being able to bypass that. And it's like, okay, maybe you can let it do it that way. And then when that happens, is this turning into SimCity? LOL. Yeah. Arthas exactly is kind of where I'm at too. Um, yeah, I, I get it. I get, I get, I get the idea of these things. I, I like them. Right. I just, I, I feel you have to be a little careful about integrating some of these things into an MMORPG because if it starts to feel too much like another genre, some interest in the, mmorpg could be diminished 
maybe I'm speaking for me. Maybe it doesn't apply to a lot of other people. I do feel like there's some, I do feel like I can't be alone on that. Yeah. I mean, it's all about balance, right? Yeah. You know, you can have multiple different mechanics in play, but you need to make sure they complement each other. You need to make sure it's not creating that it's it's meaningful to the yeah. experience. It's not just, you know, just something you tack on just because you want to make it more like IRL, right? right? So I mean, yes, there like a lot of what the the devs talked about, a lot of interesting systems it's hard to really kind of visualize how they're going to play together. Mm. But I think, yeah, if, if it, if you're, if you, they end up making like the mayoral bet, like almost like, mm, I'm going to tread a line here. Cause I, I <sighs> think it's still got to have some level of investment being a mayor. Like you, you gotta like, it's not just something, Oh, you get and you're like chill and that's it. You know, you maybe like, throw a couple of mandates out there, a couple of policies, whatever, and you're good. I mean, I want there to be some work there, but I don't want it to be like so like overpowering and overwhelming as a mayor that people tend to not want to do it. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, I don't want there to be so many different things you're juggling as a player and dealing with your node that you can't focus on just like setting and having fun and playing the game. So I do feel like there's a lot of complexity here but I don't have a good sense of like how it all plays together. And is it going to feel cohesive or is it going to feel like a little too weighty? You know what I mean? Yeah. A little too weighted to it. I agree that I agree with that, man. Yeah. This is like one of those things. I, just, I think they got to be careful about like, I just can't stress this enough, man. Like we've, we've tippy toed on the survival aspect with the cooking before too. Remember? Right. Th this I, I like I like the MMORPG. I like what it's going to be, I, I, or at least what I believe it's going to be. And and I'm stoked about it. Right. It does send off my alarm bells a little bit whenever we hear things about like, oh, cooking in a buff. And I'm like, you know, a, a, a time buff, like it sounds a little bit survival ish. And you see this, it's like, oh, that sounds a little RTS ish. You know, I, I don't. I, I like I, I, I we got to see it in practice, right? But I I don't want to play an MMORPG that makes me feel like I'm playing other games in the game, and then it feels a bit convoluted, and maybe there's a lot of things I don't really care about the game that take away from what the original vision was. I guess is what I'm going for here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't mind depth. I just want the depth to have meaning. Like, just for example, yeah. like I don't like you were saying, like. I don't want to like have to spend like three hours cooking. Like right? Arthur because said, this is a game, not yeah. a job, right? That's that's where I'm exactly, at. exactly, yeah. exactly. So it, it it's all about like how you can balance and making sure these systems work together mm -hmm. instead of dividing the player's attention in a not um, not a meaningful way, right? Yes. And I think that's that's important because right? I mean they have had like in. Like, wow, you have had like, you know, crafting and you do get well-fed buffs and there's certain things. I mean, granted, sure. it's it's the simplest version of the spectrum. Right. I think there's a balance like as well, like where you can have, OK, well, it would really behoove you to make friends with a chef because, you know, then you really got like a good advantage on tougher enemies and you can maybe take on tougher content. But again, it's something where 
it's not just focusing so much on the player as a singular component. It should be like more broad where you're interacting. It should encourage interaction versus discourage it. And I agree with what Arthur said too. If you spend too much time in the city doing all this busy work, then you you diminish the world as a whole because you're not seeing people out in the world. Um, and that's kind of the point. Like you want to be able to have it feel like a living, breathing world. Yeah, I agree with you on that, man. Living or breathing world. It doesn't feel like a job. It feels like a, a, a it feels like a place I get to get away from the strains and the the woes of our real world and a fantasy, a place that's like full of magic and wonder and beauty and challenge, but in a way that makes me feel like I'm on an adventure, not work in another job in another life where it's taxing um mm -hmm. my feedback there i think we'll pick up on the we'll definitely be picking up next time on the um well on the building stuff because service buildings and building uptake and stuff of that nature um i think we're going to wind it down there um we'll probably more likely have um armored cell back on next friday along with uh dayless and myself that'll be the full crew on talking about the rest of these discussion points, probably a little bit of, uh, you know, hypothetical on what we could be getting for the next dev stream. See if they, they tease a bunch of that stuff or not. Um, you know, in the meantime, much love everybody. Remember, you know, well, I'll close out in a second, but Daedalus, why don't you shout out your domains and where people can find you when you're on the podcast. Sure. You can find me on Twitter at the Ashen Herald and on YouTube, youtube.com slash the Ashen Herald. And Again, friends, you, you, we might be at the end of today's podcast, but in closing, got to remind all of you that, you know, you don't have to be here with us live um, to be a, you don't have to be here on this podcast or be here live to be a Pathfinder. It's literally all of you who are here when we're live, who watch it on YouTube, who listen to the podcast and all the podcast places in audio format. You contribute, you, you share your voice. Remember, all of you are Pathfinders. So much love to all of you to Intrepid Studios. And until next week, friends, live your best lives, walk in the light. Have a great night, everybody. We'll see you again real soon. Bye for now. Take care, everyone.